March 24, 2021. This is the All-American Podcast, and I'm your host, Paul C. Wright. Well, if there's any metaphor for what we're experiencing under the Biden administration, I'd have to say that it's like we're all riding in a clown car right now, and that clown car, known as Democrat rule in America, has no brakes. Now, I'm borrowing a bit from an analogy Matt Bracken has made because it's a good one. We're along for a ride in a clown car. It has no brakes, and we're heading down a steep mountain pass at about 95 miles per hour, fast approaching a hairpin turn that has a 15 mile per hour speed limit. If we're lucky, and I'm saying lucky in air quotes, if we're lucky enough to make the hairpin turn, we'll continue right off the cliff and into shark infested waters. But don't you worry, there are balloons, banners, streamers, and live music on the side of the road all the way down to keep you entertained. Now in the driver's seat sits Joe Biden. But since he's driving a clown car, his steering wheel is fake. So if he turns left, the car goes right. If he turns right, the car goes left. If he hits the brakes, the car goes faster. If he hits the accelerator, the car goes faster. He's driving, by the way, with two earpieces in. Through one of them speak the globalist fascists like Tony Fauci, Mark Zuckerberg, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Jack Dorsey, and the ethnically but gender diverse group of warmongers at NATO. They tell him which way to turn the wheel. Through the other earpiece speak communists like Obama, the Chinese Communist Party, BLM, Antifa, and they tell him when to hit the accelerator or brakes, which of course do nothing to slow the acceleration of the clown car. In the passenger seat sits Kamala Harris. She sits there honking a giant clown horn, cackling and laughing, and waving at partying bystanders lining the road along the way. The crowd is like those wild crowds you see at the Tour de France. She's enjoying herself so much as the crowd dances, sings, and parties as she passes them by, and she has the biggest smile you can imagine on her face because she was told by Klaus Schwab, you know, the fascist-in-chief of the Great Reset and the New World Order, that she'd get to drive the car next. She just has to wait her turn. The car is doomed to crash, but boy, is she eager to get her turn. At least she can enjoy honking the clown horn and laughs galore all the way down the mountain. Now look, Biden has been president just over two months and look at what he's achieved. He has turned this country into a three ring freaking circus. He's ruined the military with low fitness and operational standards, sex change operations for transsexuals during their service, an expansion of war and deployments in the Middle East and open, embarrassing and ignorant threats to Russia. At the same time, he's halted military drills so that the military can focus on hilariously retarded social justice issues like maternity flight suits, while banning service members from joining groups that remind them of the very constitutional oaths they were required to take to enter the military. Another part of the social justice agenda in the military is the promotion of unqualified people to higher ranks, including the rank of general in order to prove 
the new commitment to diversity. Now, who cares if you can't lift a tank track or an artillery shell? You're going to be plugged into the armored division or field artillery. Can't carry a 200-pound soldier and rucksack to safety? Well, who cares? You're an infantry officer now. Didn't pass the test to be a ship captain? And you've managed to run a destroyer into a large cargo ship? Oh well. Diversity. Can you all see the madness? All of this nonsense is happening while Biden is asking soldiers to overlook all of the riots that burned our cities for months because those crimes of arson and vandalism and looting were committed by social justice organizations. You see, they destroyed our cities in order to save them from racism and misogyny and transphobia. Build back better, as the clowns running this circus would say. Now, Biden has managed to get his administration completely punked and fully embarrassed on American soil, no less, by trying to act tough in front of the Chinese diplomatic delegation, his masters, by the way, who saw Biden's Secretary of State as getting uppity at that very entertaining conference in Alaska. If you haven't seen the full video yet, you have to watch it. I mean, talk about getting bitch-slapped. This was a national embarrassment. The Chinese, you see, did not take kindly to the Secretary of State's criticism of their domestic policies and human rights abuses, so the Chinese let the Secretary of State have it in blistering fashion. They pulled his little huggies down and spanked him like an alcoholic parent spanks a kid who knocked over his last bottle of vodka, and then promptly lectured him for 20 minutes, cutting him down to size in embarrassing fashion and on American soil, no less. If there was any failure to understand who's in charge, there isn't any more, and it's China. That's who's in charge of this administration, and it's pathetic. Now, Biden has also managed to show complete disdain for homeless American citizens, including veterans, who can't get any financial or housing assistance because, well, Biden is giving preferential treatment to illegal aliens who are crossing our border in record numbers. All the while, Biden blocks journalists, even the fake ones in the mainstream media, from seeing his kids in cages. While we have people living in tents and on streets in every big city in America, illegals get a free plane, train, and bus ticket to anywhere they want to go in the U.S., and free hotel rooms as well. See, homeless veterans get a cardboard box on the street, yet illegal aliens get put up at the Holiday Inn. But since the number of illegals is so high now, guess what? Many of them have to go back into the very cages that Biden and Obama built and managed to blame on Trump. Remember, liberals hated Trump because they thought he built those cages, but they haven't said a negative word about Biden, even though he has returned the kids to the cages that he and Obama built, by the way. How's that for hypocrisy? 
Bidens also supported males and female sporting competitions in our schools and universities, endangering the success and even safety of girls and women by saying that any six foot five, 250 pound linebacker or wrestler can be on the girls' team and in the girls' locker room and showers as well. All he has to do is say he's a girl. Yeah, that's made a ton of female athletes happy. Do you all think that this isn't the deliberate destruction of America? Do you really think this is about equality and fairness? Good Lord, even Bill Maher has come out against some of this insanity. Even though he was stoking its flames a few months ago and has done so for most of his television career. But as with all Democrats, you have to ask, hypocrite much? Now, on top of all of this, Biden's planning on dramatically increasing our taxes so our money can be spent on gender studies programs in Pakistan and things like studying fish balls in India. Well, actually, I jest with the fish balls, but some of this stuff is equivalent to that. All of this money printing and spending, by the way, is exploding our deficit and debt and leading to a loss of confidence in the dollar. Have you seen prices lately? And on top of all of this, think about the fact that this clown wants us to be in a war with Russia and in conflicts all over the Middle East. He's reinvaded Syria, for example, and is making threats all over the place. Isn't it interesting that we had no new war started in four years under Trump, yet now liberals are embracing the idea of war like a college kid would embrace a long-lost girlfriend. Don't expect to see any Democrats protesting war when Democrats start bombing brown people, though. They never do. You may recall that Obama bombed seven different countries while president. And what did you hear from the Democrats? Crickets. And let's not forget that Biden has issued far more executive orders than Trump did in his first couple of months in office. It's important to understand, however, that Trump's orders were to free the American citizen from unnecessary regulatory burdens Biden's executive orders increase regulatory burdens and cancel economic opportunities for American citizens, putting thousands out of work and moving to outsource even more jobs from the United States to overseas locations. Ford Motor Company recently announced the closure of their Ohio plant, which will now move to Mexico. Hey, thanks, man. What in the world would millions of unemployed Americans want to have to do with a job? I guess it doesn't matter when you're handing out welfare. Still, with all of this and the fact that Biden is a known liar and a fraud and has made so many racist statements against black Americans throughout his career, it isn't even funny. It's pretty amazing that Democrat voters continue to trust this guy. It can only be because they are a part of the circus. Anyone who would rather live under authoritarian rule, arbitrary government edicts, and policies which destroy 
the livelihoods of their fellow citizens in favor of people who would come here illegally can only be called insane. A clown. An insane clown. So imagine Democrat voters have killed their own jobs and their own individual liberties by voting for this corn nut named Biden. I often wonder why do they have such a bizarre third world living fantasy? Do they really think life gets better by destroying it? Do they think it's cool and worldly to live in a decaying and window smashed building while eating tandoori chicken out of a dirty wooden bowl as they sing about their troubles? Does this make them feel good and worldly? Hip, cool, down with the impoverished people of the world? Do they think this is how we all must live? So dear insane clowns, I've got an answer for you, and it's no. If you like living in squalor under a politically oppressive regime that cares only about corruption and controlling people, well, how about you move to North Korea where your dream can come true without having all of the rest of us suffer because of your selfish third world fantasy. See, most of us like working and enjoying the fruits of our labor under a system in which the government stays the hell out of our private lives and sticks to its constitutional restraints. And to everyone, know this. There will never be another fair election in America. Not at the federal level, that is. The system has been totally rigged to ensure that your new Marxist masters remain in charge for eternity. And the sellout rhino Republicans have gone along with the game to ensure they keep their seats. They are content to be in the minority. Just keep that paycheck and cushy lifestyle coming. The only thing you, the citizen, will be getting out of the deal, of course, is less freedom, a lower standard of living, higher taxes, greater population density, consumer price inflation, poor education, and face masks for the rest of your life. How does that sound? Now, the only way out of this is going to be a complete breakdown and rebuilding of the system, and I think that's what will eventually happen in the next few years as we watch Biden and the rest of the Democrats move to destroy all of our rights and civil liberties, economic vitality, social relationships, and health as they embrace the wholesale destruction of American civilization. The liberal Democrat progressive community is destroying this country and they love it. They are wallowing in it, whether it's flooding the country with illegal immigrants and unaccompanied children, the lockdown of businesses leading to the elimination of small business in favor of global corporations, an ever-expanding national debt and deficit, destroying the value of the dollar and causing food and other price inflation, endless welfare benefits to create wide-scale dependency on government, the pushing of a vaccine that is more dangerous than the virus itself, social justice and critical race theory garbage in the public school systems, 
the lowering of graduation standards in our public schools, and the lowering of college admission standards, the elimination of historical statues, and the renaming of streets after communist lunatic murderers like Che Guevara, the elimination of free speech and self-defense rights, pushing media lies and propaganda to the point where liberals have embraced their ignorance of the truth about nearly everything, pushing a globalist takeover of our country, the pushing of policies that force our companies to relocate overseas, destroying the traditions and culture of our country, ripping the military to shreds, embracing moronic terrorist groups that burn down our cities for a whole year, celebrating a president who can barely put a single sentence together, overlooking Biden family corruption and his national submission to China. Whether it's any of these things, the Democrats, liberals, progressives are so very proud of themselves and of their ignorance and their destruction of our country. They love it. They celebrate it. They embrace it. They are in, however, for a gigantic surprise, and it's going to smack them right between the eyes with the force of a punch from Mike Tyson on his best day as champion. As I said before, I hope Democrats and liberals are proud of what they've done. They have destroyed America from within and are the useful idiots that Vladimir Lenin spoke of during the communist revolution in Russia in 1917. So pat yourselves on the back and congratulate yourselves, liberals, for turning your own country into a complete joke at the expense of everyone and our once great standard of living. And like I said, get ready for the surprise of a lifetime because it is indeed coming. By winter of 2021, you'll have figured it out. The question is whether you'll make the proper connection to the cause. So these folks have us in an Orwellian dystopia now, but the good news is it won't last forever. The spirit of America is alive and well in many patriotic people, and they are determined to restore liberty and sanity to our country once again. But unfortunately, the clown car is first going to crash, and we're all along for the ride. And with that, I'll leave you with your quote of the day, and it comes from Arthur Toynbee. Civilizations die from suicide, not by murder. Thank you, and good night.